Oh, man. Chest is getting tight. I might have heart attack going on or angina. What is angina? angina? I can't remember that. (laughs) Uh, I think it's like the constriction of blood vessels or your arteries maybe, like those ones around your heart. I don't know. Like, I think it's like just shit gets tight up in there. All I remember is you rub nitro, nitroglycerin on on their chest and it like opens them up. One thing that always freaks me out is the uh, deep vein thrombosis. Yeah. Where you have a clot, clot deep in your like leg, your, and then you stand up after sitting, and then it goes into your heart, and you die. immediately like you don't like. There's no like. Supposedly, it's like boom. Might yeah. as well bullet to the head. What causes that? A uh, clot or, or sitting. You know, yeah. I, let's say like if you're, you're sitting. Yeah, or older. Like if you're sitting like long plane rides, or just sitting in a car all day, and you just have high cholesterol, your red blood cell counts up, and you have you know a lot of pressure on whatever artery or vein those red blood cells build up and yeah. like bottleneck Plaque. almost. And then when you go to stand up, it, everything opens back up. That clot just moves on back up to the heart or your lungs or brain. And then boom. So make sure it doesn't go to the heart, it goes to the lungs. Lungs. There you go. Oops. Lungs. Yeah. You got two. Well, either, either way, <laughs> if it hits your hearts, your hearts, your heart, your lungs, or your brain, you're done anyways. You so. don't die immediately. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. apparently there over here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently there's it, you can resolve it. It is critical. It doesn't need emergency care, but I'm sure some people die. Well, here's the deal. But you act like it's like a one-hit KO. <laughs> well, that's how I've always heard yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard of yeah. it too. Well, if there's treatment, then it doesn't get them all. <laughs> okay. Well, uh by the way, there's no uh scientific data coming from this show. This is no. all bullshit and talk out yeah, of our asshole, so no. trust me, I'm a doctor. Do not claim this as medical <laughs> advice. <laughs> <laughs> Haircut looks good. Thanks, Gene. man. Yeah, I chopped off a bunch of grays. I'm, I've got a lot of whites and grays coming in. A little do salt and pepper. Up the beard, or do you do no, that? No, I, I haven't oh. even touched it. I need to. I, I'll try to trim it tonight, but uh, not. Nobody touches the beard. Dang. I don't. You know, that's something. That's that, how I am too. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, that's something that, like, until you have a beard, you understand. Like, and Jake, he goes and pays to get his shit cut, and it looks the same. And like, I don't know. My phone's blowing up for some. When the show goes on, like yeah, yeah. I feel like last time my sh- yeah, phone started blowing up. It's like the movie theater. But thing. with beards, you just—it's something about it. Like I can't relay it to like what else on your body that you don't allow. Like my feet, I don't let anybody touch my feet. Is that something with y'all? Like I don't, I don't know. like to be tickled. Well, like if yeah. you touch my feet, I'm tickled <laughs> I don't know if that's the same. But <laughs> my feet. Well, no, my beard. Yeah, it's just something that I'll handle that on my own. Yeah. How are you with like Sarah touching me? Not in a sexual way, but like what I mean is, (laughs) (laughs) like if Maddie touches me with like fingertips or something, like a soft way, I'm like super like ticklish. But if she like you know has like a palm or full hand contact, it's not like gliding across like my arm or or something like that. Then it's you know that's fine. But there needs to be pressure. Yeah, that's what I'm going at. Yeah, and yeah, uh, except my back. My yeah, back or my fine. scalp, yeah. I'm cool with like light, yeah. like just. Anything. I like a good back scratch, dude. A good back scratch or a head, like I love my. And I don't have a lot of hair, but I love my hair. Just like, yeah, I'll like go retarded. Like, my oh. eyes, <laughs> like <laughs> cross-eyed. Have you ever seen that yeah. head scratcher? Yeah, yeah. that looks we like a one. we have one too. Yeah. Is my eyes just yeah. <laughs> look like o I get face. the O face for sure, yeah. dude. Drool oh. starts coming out and everything. What are your thoughts on ASMR too? Because a lot of people like that, but it's weird to me. Asking for a friend, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but I feel like you listen out at Kelly Farm, just ooh, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. I do oh. like <laughs> running refrigerator. I can't remember. <laughs> there are these things called binaural beats. I like that, but uh, was that ASMR? like chill hop? Mm, no, it's usually just this like low frequency. You can see you listen to it on probably Spotify or YouTube, but it's like a no. ooh, oh. like very calming, okay. like. I don't know, so sort of frequency. It's nice to I focus. I like absolute too. silence. Not white Especially noise. Especially like when sleeping. Now, Maddie likes white noise, but I like it to be like dead silence. Yeah, you yeah. like to think about all your anxiety and, and everything that's going on. <laughs> See, I, I like to focus. just sink in it. <laughs> I don't know. Like when I lived in the city, I had to wear like earplugs to sleep. And that almost makes like a little white noise yeah. when you're when they're in your ears. But now I'm out in the country. I but love a good I fan. like the quiet. Yeah, yeah the, fans I mean, good too. I like the country too. Like when we go out to Sarah's place out in the mountains, and we had, like if it's the weather's nice, we have the windows open. You hear like the mountain breeze and shit, and that's very like calming. Yeah. But uh, 
I never minded when we lived on First and Gray Street, even like with the bums fighting outside at three in the morning. Like, <laughs> I still slept pretty Just good. Just start throwing change <laughs> out of the window. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Pinata. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind a little white noise either, though. Like yeah. just or complete silence. I can fall asleep standing up if I could. Let's crack open these boys. Yeah. So give them a little insight. This is yeah, a new drop. So uh, Ray's, if you if you've been a follower of the show for a while, you know that uh, we're big fans of Ray's Energy. Um, and our boy, you know him. Um, I know him digitally. But Austin Holt is a uh, rep at Ray's Energy and's hooked up the gym and got us all set up with getting a lot of Ray's Energy drinks at the gym. Um, but I hit up hit him up like. A week or two ago, and uh, because they have a new flavor, South Beach, dropping today, actually. Technically, I guess you can order it online now, and uh, so good timing with the show. Yeah. But uh, and I asked, like, hey man, what can we do to get you know a case, either you know at least to try, put on the show, um, and then hopefully soon buy some for the gym. So we sent out a case. It is South Beach. Uh, we've all tried it, but we haven't reviewed it technically yet. Um, so we're gonna crack it open and uh, yeah. kick off the show right. Oh yeah, do we need a boomerang? No, I'm going now. Oh. Yeah, so the labels kick ass like usual, and um, it's supposed to Focus. definitely have a bit of a pina colada hint to it, a little bit of pineapple. I think we talked about before, so pretty good. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, um, I I like it. We've obviously stated we already tried these. Yeah. Yeah. Very good, and uh, I relate it to the Baja. Not sure it's if you relate like, to that. Yeah, that's what it tastes like to me. You motherfuckers. I said this day one. No, no, no. No, I'm Damn. talking about something else. Oh. Tastes like a little bit like half bang rainbow unicorn, half pina colada to me. You remember that flavor? It's been forever since I had it. Dang it. Bang heads will know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> bang but anyway, when I had this uh, the first time, I thought it was just like the Baja Lime, just it has a pina colada finish. Yeah. It no, is I mean, very good. It's definitely pina colada. Very beachy. Yeah, I like yeah. it. It's very, very fresh. Miami Vice. And you know, the sometimes had, the more I've been into it, more, most uh, pina colada, like I'd say, bangs or three Ds. Three Ds. They're very like strong. This one's like a, a light. It's subtle. It's yeah. light. It's good though. Yeah, it's a good balance. I like it a lot. And I feel like you can really taste the pineapple. You can really taste the lime. Like yeah. they're very, they're light but distinct. You know, it's good. Well, we giving it, boys. Going seven eight, seven eight. Kind of low. I mean, it's good, but I'd I'd still do Baja over this. Would yeah, you would, would you reach for it though? Would it yeah. be a regular oh, yeah. sipper? It'd be a regular sipper. I would say probably eight eight. I was nice. debating between eight six Up and eight eight. I'll go eight eight yeah. as well. Rock and roll. Nice. Very good. Oh yeah. Cheers, brothers. And th- thank you, Austin, <laughs> yeah, for this. You, uh, you. if you happen to watch this, thank you a ton. And it has dropped now. Yeah, online I think so. Definitely pick it up or come by the gym. Oh. Hopefully soon we'll have Use some. Code all or nothing. Shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Austin, come on, Save bro. Nothing. Let's go. So what did you uh, guys uh, do this weekend? Anything fun? Well, I, I can I can definitely dive into it. Um, for me, I came in Saturday. I might have trained somebody. I might not. That was Sunday. Anyways, came in, worked out, did a few things, and then uh, I went and hit Uber Eats again. Nice. I'm back on that shit. I'm trying to give it a shot. And after Saturday, I got kind of hooked, and I was like, I was excited to do Sunday. Maddie said Where'd she you made go? a killing yesterday. Me or her? She did. Yeah. Well, I did pretty well. I'd have to see what her numbers are looking like. She made like 80-something in an hour. That's Dang. pretty good. Yeah, she got like some bonus yeah. for doing like four it, trips in a they row. They must see her pull up and it's like, oh, it's a chick. Let me give her a good. No, she also she she like gets the bonuses to where it's like you do a certain amount of orders in a week and you no. get like an extra eighty bucks or something. Okay, well I did. Uh, if you do five, you get an extra thirty. Every day I've been doing that, so I get an extra thirty automatically. Yeah. Nice. But uh, awesome. I've been hitting about a hundred, hundred and five a day for two two and a half nice. hours. Nice. So I did it. Yeah, That's two and a half good. hours last night and two and a half hours Saturday, and both were a hundred and four, hundred and six. Well, I yeah. guess I'll see you guys later. Right? <laughs> well, I told Kathy about it. She was like, damn, I need to be doing that. I was like, dude, yeah. it's so easy. No, the money's legit. The only thing is, um, I mean, you do, you don't see it, but you do have to, like, consider, like, the gas, you know? Like, maybe yeah. gets gas, like, every two, three days now. But, I mean, you're still definitely making a profit, you know? And here's the deal. Like, I almost talked myself out of doing it Sunday because I was like, you know, look, it's a contracting job, so you're a contractor, so you're going to have to pay taxes on that at the end of the year yep. if you want to. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> We always do. <laughs> we do here at uh, Jim Flo and on Iron the Bill. record. But, yeah. uh, you know, so you will have to pay. You might save. You might, you might be making money now. You need to save some aside. But at the end of the day, if you're going to bitch, like not bitch, if 
if you're looking at it, you're looking at it the wrong way. If you're, you know, you have to, you have to pay to play. So yeah. go ahead, make that money. And you know, it's better than sitting on the, the couch Some or, or not doing it. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Cause I almost was like, you know what? You fuck know. it. I don't feel like paying taxes or paying taxes on that, but you could be making money sitting on the couch. Only fans. Yeah, <laughs> jerking my gherkin. Open it's that door. You got. Open the well, chest. I'm hoping y'all would support, right? Ooh, I don't know. If you want top quality content? <laughs> yes, yeah, money that shots. Android video is not going to do. Oh, it money shots. Slow mo gimbal with some like. By the way, we're renting out the Gym Flow HQ for OnlyFans studio shots. Oh, yeah. So come on through. This is uh, money shots production. Hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> Our new know. business yeah. venture. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So I didn't do much besides that. Nice. Which I did lose a hubcap. Streets of Richmond won. Yeah. Uh, another one? Yeah. Boom. You lost I heard one it. last week. And too. I heard it rolling down the street beside <laughs> me. Like I heard like a zzzz. <laughs> and I, I didn't Dang. see it, but I heard it because it was dark. I was like, motherfucker. Got to get some uh, 24s. Yeah, I got to put some type of wheel. So you headed out of town tomorrow? Yes. Nice. Which Hawaii? I don't think I mentioned it. Yeah, Hawaii. Yeah. That was supposed to happen Flying last on the jet, year. right? Yeah, the bird. <laughs> yeah. The bird. Yep. 250 liquid. <laughs> <laughs> that G6 but uh, that was supposed to happen last year back in March but COVID hit and we were like alright well we'll push it back a few months and then we got to that point and Hawaii was still closed so we pushed it back even more so a year later we're finally going nice I got my COVID test done caught up on the tan I'm gonna catch well I'm gonna try <laughs> to catch up on the tan um, and crazy thing I told Brock this yesterday I pulled up and I scheduled a COVID test and I didn't realize it was drive through because the p- last time I got one for Bermuda, we had to go in an office, a doctor's office, and get it done. And I pulled up to Walgreens, and they're like, yo, you got to go through the drive-thru. I was like, what, are they going to reach their arm through and like <laughs> do it, like hang out the window? And I was like, all right, let me pull up. So I pulled up, and they were like, hey, uh, grab the stick out of the bin, and we're going to tell you what to do. I was like, Oh, what? you have to do it. Now so, take off your pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bend over and take off yeah. your pants. But uh, they were like, hey, we need you to stick this X amount up your nose, oh. and we're going to count for you for five seconds while you twist in circular motion. Gosh. So they were like, higher, higher. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Giving that O face again, like brain matter was getting tickled. And uh, then I pulled it out, and I was like, all right, yeah, I, I did it. And they're like, all right, other side, honey. And I said, oh, shit. So I hit this side, and I, I hit some stuff up there. Don't know if it was brain or bugs or whatever, <laughs> but it wasn't going nearly as high, and I pulled it out, and I knew I just pulled out a wad of shit, stuffed it back Good. in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> stuffed it back in the bag and gave it to her, and she's like, all right. Damn if they didn't turn it around, though. I got the results back in like three hours. Dang. Negative. Nice, nice. Yeah. I will say that kind of stuff is the worst. When I, um, I had to get nose surgery when I was like 16. Yeah. And I got the inside and the outside basically broken and, like, reshaped to be able to breathe better. Because at the time, I really only had, like, half of one nostril. Yeah. um, Because it had broken a little while earlier. And uh, they said that young people's bones are like a sapling almost. that They tend to return back to their original position. So for, like, the next three weeks or so after the surgery, I had to reshape the bridge of my nose every day. Because it would re-crooked itself again so how bad would you freak out waking up and your shit's just like (laughs) well it changed the way i sleep because i used to sleep on one side but they said that gravity would push it back down to the way that it was before (laughs) so i had to start sleeping on the other side and then had to just like set it every day and i kept thinking like i'm gonna push too hard and it's just gonna like break (laughs) the opposite way (laughs) but i hate that kind of stuff to be honest the worst thing is not really that it's like painful it's just that like you can feel it, yeah. and like your eyes are watering. So y'all ever I had a COVID like test? No, no. It's I don't I, got it. That's all I, I, I know. Hey, <laughs> dead serious. I'll tell you right now. If you don't think about it, you won't get it. But uh, that's the weirdest sensation. I I get it though. Like when you're sticking like that shit up your man. nose. Yeah, it's like how far is it going? And you just get a weird <laughs> like. It's the weirdest pressure. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have, y'all have never had your prostate checked either, right? No. I still no, got not a few willingly. years. <laughs> yeah. So I think when I had my wreck, they weren't checking my prostate, by the way, but they went in a few fingers. Mm. Yeah. He's unconscious. And he liked it. I guess for people that don't understand, a prostate is when, exam is when they go up the bung with a finger or two and they feel around for your prostate, feel any lumps, bumps, or whatever. And uh, during my wreck, they thought that I had some type of blockage in my colon or whatever the fuck. 
So oh, it's just Taco Bell. I don't. <laughs> I remember it, but I don't remember it. I remember they had my hands held down. One nurse was holding my hands down, mm. and they had me laid over on my side, and they were <laughs> up in there. Like a and Jake said he remembers me yelling. <laughs> It tickles. <laughs> I don't really remember it, but I remember there was a weird sensation of having something up there and somebody just fishing around. Came out a changed man. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I got to so keep Sarah, my last name. I had this kind of <laughs> yeah. kink. Some would call it weird, but. Did I yeah. say two? Yeah. I meant yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three. Working my way up. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. But uh, how did we get on that? I don't even know. I don't we know. We talked about COVID tests. Don't remember yeah, yeah, you got your test. You're about to go. the party in the gym this Saturday. Yeah. So, cute Tell promo. Um, so, the party in the gym this Saturday, 12 to 4 p.m. at Iron Belt Gym. Same old great stuff. If you haven't been before, it's a, a great chance for the community to come out and lift. It's just $5 day pass for non-members. Members obviously show up um, and have a good time as well. We got a bunch of different tables, gym flow, samples, pre-workout, all that stuff. Nutrition Corner with Erica. Excuse me, we'll be there as well with a bunch of samples and good stuff. And uh, we'll also have MF Bakery, which makes these protein donuts there again. And lastly, uh, we'll have Amanda with Naughty and Nice Bakery. Um, also bringing some sweet treats, cookies, and things of that nature as well that are macro-friendly. So it'll be a really fun event. We'll also raffle some products. Um, and I think that's it. That's the whole job. Oh, yeah, and 50% of the proceeds that we make will go towards feeding Texas, which, of course, Texas went through a huge crisis with the ice and snowstorm. So uh, helping them out because um, some people still are uh, in kind of dire situations. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they're still, like, trying to catch up a little bit, even though the shit might be melted or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, you, I feel like something like that probably just, like, puts them back, like, weeks or, like, a month or so. Yeah. So any, anyways, I'm sure they could – people were probably still fucked. But, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I won't be here for that, by the way, guys. Uh I'm upset because these have been growing and getting yeah. bigger and bigger, and I get more excited. But he's got a vacation but to go on. I got a lifestyle to live. Okay, <laughs> he's a CEO. <laughs> you uh, know, it's kind of like at the end of the school year when they give you the perfect attendance award. Yeah, you just missed out on. Yeah, that. I Sorry, always buddy. skip class. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's very cool to see everybody posting about it and stuff like that. And hopefully, uh, the one that I do come back for in April. Doors will be wide open because it's definitely going to be warm April. We'll see. Yes. But uh, other than that, updates for Gym Flow. Um, hopefully, by the time I'm gone, I wrote Brock a check, hopefully, to get some cherry freeze in here. Yeah. Hopefully, so, it comes exciting. When that drops, it drops. Uh, it's free until he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. I guess that's about it. Other things, I mean, everything's in order. Still, the the shit's still rolling. So yeah. let's dive into some topics, Griffin. Yeah. What you got? All right. So I was thinking about this last night. Um, after I was meal prepping, I was watching Pumping Iron again, and as one does, I was just thinking about this, and I figured I'd broach the topic to y'all. But as I was watching it. I was like, dang, you know, really Arnold is just such a unique person, really unique character. And it's weird that, you know, 50 years from when that movie came out, people still talk about him. People still refer to that movie or like, oh, well, he's good, but he's not like an Arnold. But I was just thinking about like, what if I am like an Arnold, but I just don't believe that I am yet? Like, what if I could become that, but I just don't really like think of myself like that. So I was just thinking about that, like, you know, what if you are maybe the next, like, Cam Haynes or, Austin, you're the next, like, Andy Frisella, but you just don't really see yourself as that yet. Yeah. Like, what do you think that affirmations or, like, a, a mindset or belief, uh, what kind of importance do you think that is in terms of, like, actually accomplishing something? Do you feel like you kind of just need to put one foot in front of the other and figure it out as you go? Or do you almost feel like you need that kind of, like, all right, I am the best, or, like, I that is going to be me or something like that one day to be able to accomplish something that big? Mm -hmm. Like, if you wanted to become, like, a Redcon or a First Form or something like that, do you feel like you need to think of yourself as on an equal playing field as them from the get-go to be able to get up to that level, if that makes sense? Or yeah. do you feel like you slowly need to build it up? You can chime in. If you yeah, want. I got something. <laughs> um, I like the question because I think it's a good one. And I, it kind of reminds me that you got to be a little uh, 
stupid and a little bit insane to kind of like to reach those kind of maximal <coughs> levels. And um, one I feel like really good example to draw from is in like the instance of like Conor McGregor because he was somebody that from like the regional scene and then once he got to the UFC was like supreme confidence, stated he's the best, he's going to do this and do that. And there's got to be a balance. Like you have to not only like I, – I don't think fake it till you make it is like the strategy that someone like an Andy or David or, or someone up and coming would, would uh, take from. It's less fake it till you make it, but believe it until you make it to where it's like you got to believe that you are something special, that you are something great. But then there is that sense of like you have to back it up as well. So yeah. like Connor can say all these things, but if he loses, it's out the window. So like yeah. he obviously had the belief, spoke it, and then actually backed it up to the point where once he's at the top and then people could see, oh, shit, this guy seems untouchable. You know, Andy seems untouchable. Like everything he touches, he sells is golden everything that arnold does is like supreme you know um and you just you just feel this like radiant like special kind of energy raiding off these people but there's other fighters that have like you know tried to do kind of like a similar thing and then when they lose it's like oh this the, guy's the, just talking yeah like, the you man have, behind the curtain yeah you gotta have like the work to back it up and you know so you know like i can tell myself every day like i'm i'm this and i'm that um, but there's also got to be a sense of, uh, you know, the work ethic behind it to make mm -hmm. it real. And that, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Cause like, I'm, I tend to be more like modest because I'm like, oh, I still am like learning or other things like that to where, I don't know. I just never really think of myself with like a winner's mentality or anything like that in financial stuff and like lifting or photography or other things like that. But I was just thinking about, you know, well, if I did think of myself as, you know, I could be one of the best in Richmond for like camera work or other things like that. Would that then make me change my habits or like my approach or kind of, I don't know. Does that make sense yeah. to be able to yeah. accomplish that, you know? So I don't know. I was just thinking about that because then I almost feel like on the flip side, like you said, Brock, if I then kind of come off that way or like start to think that way, but I don't back it up then I feel like the charade is easily seen through. So it's a hard thing, I feel like, of, you know, like you said, you have to believe it, but maybe you can't really portray it necessarily until you get to a certain yeah. point. I don't know. I think, for me, uh, the Arnold situation and, like, scenario was definitely a lot of different variables. You know, the first film or, like, major film about bodybuilding, so that helped. But he also, before that, was already winning and was yeah. a winner before that. So he was already putting in the work. And was already, you know, years in, and he had the attitude, confident, uh, dash of cocky, but yeah, you know yeah. that comes when you're a winner. You, you get, I think, when you have a winner's I think mentality, you gotta you can, like be. If you truly want to be great, you gotta be confident and cocky as shit. You just have to. There's, there's a way to be like humble or hum, hum, have the humility about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But like, you gotta think, you make the best products. You know, oh, on yeah. earth. I 100%. gotta think, we have the best gym in town. Yeah, you know, and you know, uh, to not have imposter syndrome, you have to make sure that the intent's there, yeah. whether it's the best product or best service or being the best at what you do, and knowing that you're putting in the work to get that. So it's like you know, to build the belief, you have to, uh, I guess, you have to, to not have that imposter. Uh, I mean, we've syndrome. talked about it with uh, Miles. It's like, you know, even if you're you are like the best and you're killing it, but you're not presenting yourself as such or like you're not telling people about it yeah and, you know people almost don't respect her they don't care but i know? think that that's something too that i don't know it's almost like it's hard for me to describe but i feel like when you are a certain way or you kind of adopt a certain mentality that once you fully um like once it fully envelops you then people can almost feel that from you yeah. to where like if you are I heard this one quote before. It's like, it's never your successful friends posting the motivational quotes sometimes. And I know that there's like nuance with that, but you know, there's always those guys that will like post these quotes all the time, but like, are they putting in the work necessarily that I almost feel like, um, you, you can feel it from somebody if they are confident or if they are successful or if, if they are like making money or, you know, 
making uh, their business grow or other things like that. They don't need to just be like talking about it all the time. It's almost something that as an outside observer, it kind of emanates from them. So I almost wonder like if you adopt that mindset or if you feel like you are like successful or the best in the business or other things like that, is that just something that kind of radiates from you or is that something you feel like you need to talk about? It should radiate because if you're, if you're truly like giving back or giving value or, you know, uh, doing business, I think, you know, it, it is cool and fun to like post about things that you're doing with business, but business isn't like, uh, it shouldn't be on social media or it's yeah. in, in real life Most of it's in not flash. person to person. Like it's, it's uh, the loudest people usually aren't, yeah. usually aren't doing the best or doing the most. It's like the little dog syndrome or something. Cause I almost feel like you see sometimes like when people first start something like, or maybe people in your high school, I used to have this a lot, but people would like, post their money or other things like that on social media that's first sign to know that you don't have money yeah. <laughs> and it's almost you're, you're, like you're like excited to show it off yeah it's like, oh, shit, he must not have money and i almost feel like it's kind of like that dunning kruger thing of like when you yeah. first start something you think you you know it all and then as you get further along you realize how little you know but then it's almost weird because i feel like when you get to be you know it's it's the guys starting out that post their money, but then the guys that are very successful like never really talk about it at all. Yeah. But you, you know, can feel it from them. I almost, almost. think of it like an uh, at least when it comes to like the um, bragging type thing, almost like an inverse bell curve to where it's like, yeah, you got the people that like you mentioned in like a Dunning Kruger scenario where they don't really have what they're they're kind of the presence they're claiming, and then you get to the people like who let's say are in the trenches working. Yeah, they're they're like more quiet. But then you get to the point where you are successful, you radiate, you've done it for years like your Andy Frisella's or, you know, Arnold to where once he's won a couple, now he's back being confident and he has the work to back it up. So it's almost like you got to got to put in the work, create that presence, believe it, create that self-confidence and then come back on the other end to back it up. You know, once you're you actually are who you say you are. Yeah, that's a good point. There's there's definitely like I don't know how to like word it, but there's definitely like the work becomes before work comes before the belief you know what i'm yeah. saying like getting your feet in there getting dirty you know then you realize oh shit you know i'm, I'm accomplished i'm feeling accomplished i'm actually doing something and then the belief starts to build up um Do and you, i'm sure people getting back to like fighting you know oh they lose that warning they're never on top again they're like fucked mentally yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. some and people like that some you know it's it's how you i guess you pivot like i, I don't know you especially if you want to be the the best and i'm not nearly i'm not saying I'm the best at uh, what I do yet, but working there, it's like you got to be able to take losses and or kicks in the dick and just be able to like not brush them off, but obviously learn to not yeah, do that redirect. again and be like, all right, we know we're not going to do that again yeah, or we're going to do it differently this time. And that's how you move forward. It's not like, oh shit, I, I'm embarrassed. Oh, I lost a ton of money or that was a bad move. I'm going to just go ahead and quit. You do know? you feel like with losses that you almost feel the need to like, kind of sweep that under the rug or keep it from the eye of the public or do you feel like that that's something you can kind of share as something to grow from like as in terms of your own business story or I feel something? like I should like show or you know show it but like not show it off as like woe is me yeah 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 maybe uh because the only way I can see it being good to, to show it is to like hopefully teach somebody what not to do yeah not be like oh shit feel bad for me buy my shit because i just lost you know, a bunch yeah because <laughs> at the end of the day it's just me versus me but i don't know i i definitely think you know showing a little bit of everything probably is a good thing i know for us it was hard to kind of show like i didn't want to start posting the vlogs of us like not getting properties until we had had a property yeah i definitely <laughs> so understand. it's kind of like it's kind of like it's cool to look back on the failures after you've like you're in a more stable, successful place. But yeah. when you're in it, like showing the process and like the the downs while you're in a down, it's hard to to be that honest and do. And honestly, like I feel like if you were to do that, I feel like you are going to get more pity, and that might like put you down or put you in a place to where like you don't have to pick yourself up when you need to. Because it can't be the other people to pick you up. Oh, of course, yeah. Because they are. Because then, when you. you get up, you know the par- there's no parachute or whatever, and you're just, you know, bound to fall down again. Yeah. What are your that thoughts on 
uh, like affirmations as well. Do you do you have anything you say to yourself, or do you think that they're legit in terms of like telling yourself that like you know I make the best supplements or other things like that? Is that almost something you feel like you kind of will yourself to believe? I don't think I've ever given myself affirmations, and I'm just completely honest with it. And I I do when I think about like the products that we make, I do when we go to make them. I do question myself, hey, am I doing my best? Yeah. Am I am I putting what's best in it? Am I putting something that I would want to take in it? You know, yeah. not because it's oh it's cheap or it will make us money, but more so, hey, is this something that would actually help me or help somebody else? Yeah. You know? Um so I think my intentions are there with that and they're good and they're in the right spot. But as far as like affirmations, if anything, I'm calling myself a pussy most days. <laughs> I, I mean, I've told you all this. We've talked about it. I mean, a lot of times I'm like, hey, you can't be a pussy all your life, Austin. Or you can't yeah, we be, told me the other day when you, you're, you're bench be pressing a, or working out, you're just talking shit to yourself. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I mean, you're like, fuck shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I get it, though. I'm, I'm a bit of that. Because, uh, you know, everybody has their little demons or like, yeah. you know, telling them to stop or like, oh, shit, you shouldn't be doing this or whatever. Or, don't fuck around with that. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Or, you know, stop being a little weak bitch. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I can be hard on myself. And I think that's a good thing because a lot of people are too soft on themselves and give themselves like, uh, oh, it's, I'm a little tired today or oh, yeah, this or that. But, uh, I mean, I'm not perfect. Though. I'm still not. I'm not Goggins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, well, I, 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 just, I just know I can always be doing better. I was just thinking about that because, like, I don't know. It's interesting sometimes when nothing necessarily changes in the day-to-day, but we just change our, our mindset about something to where, like, if the day is rough but it's your birthday, like, you still kind of have a good day regardless yeah. because it's just a special day. Or, like, when the new year rolls around, like, we're like, oh, man, a fresh start. Like, we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, set these goals for the year, other things like that. But it's not really that different. It's just a different day. But I was just curious, like, I kind of think the affirmation thing is a little bit woo-woo and, like, feel good. But I just think it's interesting how sometimes, like, maybe just drilling in a, a different mindset can really kind of shape your actions, even though nothing really changes on the, the back end of, like, I think a mindset's important. I, I agree with, like, I think the simplistic form of, like, an affirmation, like an actual phrase or thing you tell yourself is woo-woo. But I know, like, on my end, like, what I'm kind of, like, thinking about is, I guess, like, I'm competing to kind of go back with, like, uh, we're talking about, like, believing, like, you know, in yourself and who you are or whatever, this or that. I feel like, especially, like, my runs, I can key in with this is, like, I want to, I'm, like, not talking shit to myself, per se, but I'm competing with who I want to be. Like, yeah. what do I want people to think about me when they see my Instagram or when they see me? Like, do, like I, I want to be this type of person, this type of athlete, you know, that people think about when they see me. I don't want to be the chump that can't do X amount of miles or is weak or this yeah. or that. So that's something I'm thinking about. And, and also, then, I think like, I think you might have mentioned a while back, and I do it too, is so-and-so is probably doing this, so what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, they're probably getting in those miles and or that extra mile or that extra rep yeah. or that extra set. Yeah. What and am it's I doing? not really like self, it's not like really comparing to them. It's just like, it's just believing, like, why are they special or am I just being, like, a little bit? It's like, why am I not special? Well, believing you're special. I think it's a thing, too, of thinking, like, okay, this person did it, so they're this type of person that, like, wouldn't quit or they would be consistent. Yeah. And, like, am I feel like I am that, so, like, why am I not doing this then? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. What was the question before I started talking? Uh, it's, something it's about based affirmation. off affirmations. Um, oh. Well, why? Oh, are... oh, oh. Um, almost like just mindset based on, or like changing your mindset, even though nothing changes day to day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I wanted to say that, like, I've noticed, like, sometimes when I wake up, if I have something to, like look forward to in the day, I'm like smiling. I'm more awake. I'm like excited for the day. But if I know, like, I have X amount of work or some appointment to do or whatever. I'm like almost like dreading like the day before it's even began. Yeah. And it's like if you can just switch your mindset on a day-to-day basis to where it's like you just wake up and tell yourself, okay, it's going to be a good day. I'm excited for, for I'm excited for the day. I'm excited for this or that. Even if like you're really not, you just try and like trick yourself and just convince yourself. I guarantee your day will probably be better. You know, if you wake up the day and you're just like just telling yourself it's going to suck dick, it's probably going to suck dick. 
mean, you know? and you're not supposed to like every part of the day. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Yeah, right? But but if you can at least like be like, well, I'm looking forward to like dinner. I'm looking forward not, to my workout. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to the workout. Or looking forward to something. You know, this this show, yeah. the energy drink. Whatever, yeah, you know, it's Hell like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be, I mean, just be like fired up for the day. It's another day to get better. You know. Yeah, I um, think it's simple to say that, but I think it's helped me. Getting back to like the affirmations, I don't know if this is like how it can link together, but one thing that I've had a lot on my mind over the past few months is like gratitude and being like grateful for what I do have and what I've been able to do like the past year, year and a half. Yeah. Since I quit, you know, working with uh, Compel, which is a contracting thing for personal training, started working for myself. I mean, at first it was rough and, you know, you're unsure, but like, and every day I show up, I'm still like, man, what the fuck am I doing? But at the same time, I'm making more money than I was back then. Yeah, a lot more responsibility, and I think that's what's like, man, what am I doing? I need to work. I need more. I need more. Yeah. And like, uh, but then I stop and I think, and I'm like, man, I get to do what the fuck I want for a living. Yeah. Like, literally every day we show up. And we, I mean, some days might be more lax than others. Uh, but Joy and Max asked me this morning. They're like, um, do you ever leave? Like you're here all day. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's like different because it's like like you said, I don't have to answer to a soul. No. I don't yeah. have to think about, you know, I don't, I don't, I mean, I like enjoy it here, you know, yeah, and I mean, absolutely. I'm working, but it's just different. I was talking to my friend this weekend too, and he was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, you know, y'all have a good environment, you're working for yourself and this and that. And he was like, do you ever like, I don't know, just feel unsure of like the future? And I was like, well, you know, like. I don't know. I just try to put my best foot forward and it keeps working out. Like every month it's like, it's all right, that well, simple, in a month though. this could it be is. gone, but I'm just going mean, to try well, my best. I mean, like <laughs> I was thinking about it like the other day. It's like there's so much freedom with like specifically with my, my freelance work, but just with like owning your own business. It's like the ceiling, you can raise it as high as you want, you of know, course. and it's like there's so much opportunity for how many, you know, how much money you want to make or what you want in your life. It's just, you know, are you willing to put in the work and this and that? But there is like the chance that can all just, you know, blow through the wind, you know, and it can all just disappear. It's just up to you, you know. So it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of freedom, but there's also a lot of fear that comes with it. And you just have to manage it. And like you said, Griffin, just put your you know best foot forward and it's hard to fail when you're just working to get better every day. Yeah. You're right. You just show it's, up. It's hard to regress like that. Yeah. Damn, that's good. And you can't, you can't like, um, be scared of the future for like the small probability that you'd go back to like revert. It's like when I was telling Maddie, like when I first wanted to drop out of college, I was like, because I was listening to the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss, and it was basically like, you know that. If you if you go this route, you quit your job, do whatever, like it says in the book, like you have like this ideal life, this ideal potential, whatever the ceiling's here. And even if you like have a ten percent chance it fails and it doesn't work out, how hard is it to get back to where you were? So how hard would it be for me to uh, go back to school, start personal training yeah. again, have my same life? It wouldn't be that hard unless you gave up. You you wouldn't yeah. end up on the street. It streets. wouldn't be that yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> So like the the but the probability of me succeeding way higher. Yeah. You know. Um so something else I was uh wanting to bring up was um and I had a good topic mm. off of that what what we just said but It'll I'll think back. about it. Um and this goes for you Brock or for you Austin. Um kind of from when you first start to where you are now. Um believing in yourself and kind of being true to your own vision, even if other people don't see it. Cause I know with you, Brock, like you had some issues with maybe like talking to your parents about your own kind of journey or goals. And I don't know about you, Austin, as far as like starting out, but what, what kind of goes through your head when you first start or kind of as you grow to make sure that like you're still staying true to what your original kind of inspiration for doing what you do was. I'm not sure. Like, and how do you make sure that you don't kind of get off course because of other people's opinions too? And I guess to answer it is like once I got the taste of working for myself, I guess like a year or two ago, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I, I, that's what keeps me going. And that's like my internal drive and knowing that like I could get more potential out of doing it myself than relying on another company or a position to open up or this yeah. or that. Um, 
I, as far as getting like told, oh, that'll never work, or oh, you shouldn't do that. Why don't you get a, a real job or something like that? Because I've had family members, you know, not lately, but a year or so ago, right when I first quit my job, they were like, hey, I heard uh, so and so is hiring. Uh, you should check it out. Or here's a link. They're just like, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they want to be helpful and they worry about me, but you know, I don't know. And sometimes I think too, it's like, you kind of just have to laugh at it. Like I've been, my granddad called me like a few years ago and he was like, you know, I don't know if you're uh, doing anything with yourself these days, but like, I heard that like Walmart is hiring and I was like, Hey, I'm in school full time. Like I, you know, work like 30 hours a week. I'm in internship 20 hours a week. Like I got a lot going on. And he's like, Oh, I didn't know that sort of thing. But he'll still text me like FEMA is hiring or like, like, Gosh, like, these people just don't believe in me, but, you know, yeah. I believe in me. Yeah, I think that, I don't know, I think we talked about it, about it before, but it's like you just can't expect people to believe in something that um, they either can't imagine for themselves yeah. or that isn't the norm. And so it's like when I tell my parents, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop out and do this, it's already like breaking the path with school. And then it's like, you know, you tell people you're going to open a gym. And they're like, well, why is that going to be successful? When it's like there are these other gyms that are popping up and, you know, everything yeah. like that. And then I think it just comes from a place of, like, believing. It sounds stupid, believing in yourself. But, like, just continuing to bet on yourself. Like, I know I talk about it and it's like I said in the last podcast. And I believe it. Like, you're not special. Your scenario is not special. But in a way, you have to, and I know I do, believe that you are special believe that you are who you you say you are and then like the work has to go with it i think that's where like people slip up is it's like you have to you have to like i like i said earlier it's like i have to put in the work to back up and be who i say i am in my mind yeah and i almost feel like too it's kind of a gratifying feeling to be told that or like have people kind of bring that up to you because it's almost like ye of little faith like you doubt me sort of thing like you know i know that you kind of can't wrap or not wrap your mind around but it's almost like such a small-minded like oh that's not gonna work or you can't do that or other things like that it's like me that must be how that person feels and like you know they probably can't even get their head around why would you ever listen to to someone that has like the most simplistic easy like path of life Yeah. yeah it's like you can't you can't expect them to to think in the same way that like you do. Yes. And the thing is, I definitely want to add to that is one thing that I do see or think of when people say, Hey, you know, why don't you get uh, this job or that job or, you know, so-and-so is hiring. It's like, well, I don't, not that, not that I don't want their life, but I want more than what they've got. And if you take advice from people that, you know, you can, if you're taking advice from a person, you're probably only going to get as far as yeah. they've gotten. Only you know take criticism from people you respect. That's exactly what I'm saying. Or somebody that, like, is in the position you want to be. Yeah. So, you know, if those people are talking to you and recommending or giving you advice, quote unquote, like, you know, look at them. And if that's the lifestyle you want coming from them, then take it. But if it isn't, you want more, then obviously thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So another topic I had is... The fear of what if I could be, but not living up to it. Like, do you ever think about, like, all the potential that's there, but just afraid of, like, your life passing by and you not actually getting to that point? That's what drives me every day. Is it's like, what if there's a, it's like going back to your parallel universe from a few episodes (laughs) ago. See, I told you. It's like, great mentality. What if, what if, like, my potential is to, like, you know, to have multiple businesses, you know, to have, have like this successful life to, you know, do X, Y, Z. It's like, what if that's a possibility? And I'm just not putting in the work to do it. Like that terrifies me that like, literally it's like, I'm missing out on this because I don't want to work hard. It's like, it's just silly. Or it's like, I think I mentioned on a podcast before. It's like, what if Jim flow could be a Redcon one and, and that's a possibility and you're just not matching it because of X decision or X work ethic or whatever. It's like, that's terrifying. No, it is. And frustrating, you know. Oh, it, it's definitely scary. And I, I have those thoughts for sure. And, you know, some days they might overwhelm you. Or for me, it can. But usually I try and do something to pivot. Lately, I've been trying to at least be like, all right, well, 
instead of me sitting here and worrying about that, let me do something right now in this moment that I can do to put another step forward and make a connection or bring somebody some type of like experience. Mm-hmm. So either that's when I'll do something as simple as like love letters. And I think I've told you all, like I've been trying to do those with customers and stuff like that. Just reaching out, saying what's up. You know, yeah. if I have time where I'm sitting around and my mind starts wondering or wandering like that, sometimes I'll try and figure out something to do or I'll just get on Photoshop and just start making something for a newsletter. Just doing something like a, yeah. a, I've heard of Andy say it, like a production pivot, like where you you get into a negative mindset or a mentality or you're down or uh, something negative is going on you try and take that and pivot into and take that as a trigger and be like oh shit it's time to do something then if i'm if i have enough time to sit there and think about that then it's time to like all right get back into gear and do something yeah doesn't have to be you know moving mountains like i've mentioned before but it has to be you know a step forward yeah absolutely yeah that's what i do what about you griffin yeah i definitely and i i definitely um felt like this kind of when I first graduated high school it's always a weird feeling I feel like to when you're younger feel like you got your whole life ahead of you and especially as I've trained some people that are in different stages of life over the years it's always kind of a weird feeling to me to see people that are a little bit older that you know one day you're just not going to have your whole life ahead of you anymore and it definitely motivates me to make sure that I make use of that time, but I feel like I have to make sure that I kind of constantly remind myself of that. I think like mortality is a very big, like motivating factor to me. And it's very weird. I know I keep bringing that up, but like, it's weird to me to see these uh, like pumping iron or other things like that. And then see these people now that like, Oh, Franco Colombo is yeah. dead. Everyone or like has a clock. other people like that, that man, look at what they accomplished in their life. And like, you know, that same life is everybody's, you know, that yeah. think of what you could accomplish. And I don't know. I just feel like I, I think about that too, with how fast time passes sometimes when you don't realize like, Oh wow, that was five years ago or other things like that. And uh, I don't know. I just think about that a lot as far as, you know, it's hard to kind of almost when you feel like you have your whole life ahead of you, you don't really think as much in terms of the day to day um, because you think, well, eventually that'll happen. But then you almost have to think about um, like with with different things that you maybe have a goal for or other things like that if you really don't take action on that and write it out or like break it down into steps you can accomplish then it's still going to always be in the horizon 100%. and yeah you never really think about that sometimes and i know that it, a lot of people say to live in the present but it really is like you know the future is just something that is non-existent and kind of similar is the past is also just a memory so it's like you really need to just take action and it's hard to do or hard to kind of be mindful of sometimes but it's really something that you know even if you have these grand visions of what you want to accomplish and it doesn't seem like oh I can't really put work towards that just today you know that's got to be something that happens in 10 years or something like that it's really hard to make that um, something that can be broken down into daily tasks or like holding yourself accountable to a smaller scale like a year from now or three months from now or other things like that. So it definitely is, sorry to ramble, but something I think about, but it's it's uh, it's hard to kind of be mindful of on a regular basis sometimes unless I'm reminded of it by mortality yeah. or other things too. Yeah, I mean, I think there's just... I mean, how many people do you know that it's like, you know, they say they're going to start a business like, you know, this year, but then they never take the steps to really get the ball rolling because a lot of big, important, successful decisions, whether it's starting a supplement company, whether it's going freelance, whether it's, you know, opening a gym, it's not something you can do, like you said, in a day, in a week, in a month. It takes years of planning. But it takes daily actions that build up to a week, that build up to a month. It's yeah. like building a physique. It's like you don't just wake up and look like Arnold. It's it's the you know meal after meal, workout after workout. Not each workout makes you big, but a collection of you know weeks of workouts 
can add, you know, a pound of muscle and then this and that. So it kind of has to has to build there. You have to have the vision for the future, but like you said, the future is only a product of the present. And I feel like that's something that you have to really be aggressive with your mentality. Like you can't just think, oh, let me just get through this day or let me just get through this workout. You really have to kind of have go full throated into that kind of action, whatever you take. Yeah. I, uh, I used to be like, oh, I'll just do that tomorrow. And we've, you know, we've, we've hit our hit on this before, but it's like, you know, having like an aggressive, but patient like mindset is like, you know, being aggressive for the day trying to do at least something productive i'm a lot better about that when it's warm i feel like when it's sunny oh yeah (laughs) i mean that cold weather definitely fucks with everybody it fucks with me because you know getting up out of bed you're like oh shit my body's achy i'm cold yeah um but i think that's what makes us tougher living in this shit that's true is uh, having to wake up and come out here with the 45 degree gym yeah (laughs) paging the ceo yeah but uh you know, having having aggressiveness with your mindset throughout the day and, you know, at least taking one action or at minimum one action, if not multiple a day to take a step forward, but also realizing you need some patience because it's going to take a little while. Yeah. You know, um, that's the way I think it. And one thing that I, I can relate immediately off the top of my head is like with uh, gym flow with products, you know, it, it wasn't until just a uh, few months ago right before the first of the year brock sat down with me and was like all right well are we gonna plan out the year for products and i was like damn i guess we could i've never i've been doing this for five years i've never planned out a year <laughs> yeah I remember we were and i was that. like uh, usually it's just like all right i got some money sitting in the bank let's do a product yeah, yeah. it's never like thought out more than probably three months four months in advance i mean but this whole year 2021 which there's been some curveballs and that's with anything you know you'll have to pivot or you know change something up due to like you know, you get to a speed bump and you're like, all right, we're either going to take this way or this way. Um, but but so far, it's, it's been it's been at least more reassuring knowing like, all right, what's next in the book? What's next? Instead of just yeah. like, all right, well, I guess we got to wait until we get some money or wait until this yeah. goes through. It's more so just like, all right, well, we're in. These are the things we're not like going to. We're at like a you know two to three product in advance of like you know what's coming. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's easier to uh, to uh, what do you call it? communicate the the path that you're going the direction that you're taking to uh your audience when you know <laughs> where you yes 100 that's yeah dude like so, in the past yeah. that's the way it's been it's just i'll always shoot from the hip and that'll only get you but so far yeah you know obviously you need to get better and more organized and you know have goals i was never just like i never wrote shit down yeah. And I think that's huge. Not that you have to write it down daily, but at least once to like have it in your mind to be like, all right, yeah. I remember talking about that months ago. This is the next step. There's and this no, can like, lead us into a question you got about future products. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dive into things you've been dabbling. So uh, if you don't follow us on social media, you definitely should because every Sunday we post an Instagram questions box on our stories so you can drop us questions for these shows. But one that I got on my personal one, uh, which I got a couple. And we dig through thousands of yeah, questions. Yeah, thousands. So. And I, oh, I cherry-picked so these them in early. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this one uh, was, what's next for Gym Flow? New products on the way. And uh, as far as what's next for Gym Flow, I guess that is product, right? Like, I, we really don't have, like... So, Cherry Freeze is definitely... Yeah. I mean, that's weeks away. So, that's new flavor of all or nothing. Yeah, that's hopefully within two weeks. Hopefully and sampled recently, if you listen to a recent podcast, and also... I don't think you've had a blog on it yet, no, but on Instagram, um, mm-hmm. new sampled flavor of Overcome. That's been yep. decided. That'll probably come soon after lemonades restock so yeah eh, mid late april i'm thinking yeah probably april late april late early april. may um but that's gonna be a banger yep perfect and, time for uh summer. so besides that we do hopefully have another skew of something two different options uh before the end of the year so third flavor of all or nothing a second flavor down. of overcome and then a potential whole new product before the end of 2021 I think we could do two new products. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, my man's got I a lot of faith so. over yeah. here. Yeah. We're uh, we're rowing a boat with so toothpicks over buy. here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Row. but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, not big things in twenty. You know, we. I, I think it's it's uh it's overwhelming to like think like oh shit like to think that big, but I guess you know you have to to even we just be able to grasp it. that far. So I know when you Relief, say it at first, it's like a slap achieve. in the face. It's like oh fuck, but you know. It's definitely doable. Um, just more work to be done. 
while I'm talking about other fucking questions, here's a one about bodybuilding, and it can be old or new. Favorite bodybuilding physique, but cannot be Arnold, Jay, Ronnie, or Dorian. So oh, like easy. Easy. Frank. Bob Paris. Oh, yeah. He, he is a big Bob okay. Paris guy. That's pretty good. Pretty good. No, I'm just <laughs> good. I might say either Serge Nubray or uh, if we're going a little bit smaller, more aesthetic, maybe a Lee Labrada. Yeah. Uh, pretty sharp. Off the top of my head, and I wish I had like a more golden era, and I'm sure I could if I looked through the names. I, I got the physique in my, my head. I don't remember the guy's name. But he he never like made it big time. But I think I liked his physique, physique, not physique. Uh, but Lee Priest. Oh yeah, absolutely. Always liked like he just pre looked crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pre tattoo before he went crazy. But uh, I don't know. He just had a crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how all the during that like '90s era, like so many crazy physiques. Mm -hmm. um, Flex Wheeler. Yeah, Flex yeah. Wheeler. Yeah, the all '90s Sean, really was Sean good. Ray. A peak. I almost feel like each decade had their own like. Yeah you know, special traits that, I don't know, I, I don't mean to more like... more than like the 80s. I feel like 70s was like Arnold, Franco, yep. you know, Frank Zane. But yeah. I feel like 80s, I mean, it had Lee Haney, it had some other people I'm sure that, you know, my knowledge would know, but 80s was meh. 90s was just so killer with like, you know, you had Ronnie at the end of the 90s, you had Dorian starting it off basically. Yeah. You had huge competitive field of, um, well... I'm trying to think of the what's the uh, Middle Eastern dude? El Hus uh Nasser. El Nasser, Nasser, yeah. 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 So you had Nasser, you had Sean Ray, Kevin Lavroni, Flex Wheeler, um Who's that dude that Lee smokes Labrata. cigarettes and they have blonde Reese. hair? Uh big bitch. Uh Marcus Rule. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a big big dude, man. But that was just yeah, such, a, such a good time period, I feel like, for a bodybuilding. He might have been early two yeah. thousands, but anyways. Yeah, crazy. But did you pick one? Yeah, you did. Yeah. So my other question is, uh, and it, we could be brief answered, uh, how are things going after our last podcast now that we are able-bodied and fat shamers, quote-unquote? Yeah. Thank you for everybody for the reviews and the, uh, you know, the supportive messages. But, um, yeah, we keep that motherfucker rolling, right? Everybody, and everybody on here has got the same mindset. We're doing what we can, and we're doing our best, you know. So that's, uh, that's all that we can do, and that's all that we should do. Not looking for any handouts or pats on the back. No. no, of course not. But uh, you got a question, right? Yeah, and I, I thought I had to answer the internet question somewhere, too. Didn't I have a, a I call? So. Did it slip through the crack? Disappeared. Oh. It was a good one, too. Do you remember it? Kind of. Anyway, um, I did get one question. It is, what part of fitness do you see extremely overanalyzed and got paralysis by analysis when starting? So I think what he's basically asking is, like, what do you overthink, basically? Um, I don't know what I overthought when I started fitness. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you, exercise selection. Yeah. I've said this before. It's like <laughs> I, I thought about building, like, the perfect program, and I was like, I'm going to have Zotman curls. I'm going to hit every single muscle group. I'm going to do this and do that. And then it's like, bro, you don't need all that shit. Just do pull-ups, lat pull-down, barbell rows, a shoulder press, a chest press, like – you know, you don't need all these, like, machines or creative exercises, like, especially when you're starting, like, do less isolation and more compound, and then kind of start to add in the spices. It's like it's like going hard with the toppings at, you know, the ice cream store before you can just get, like, the actual ice cream, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm definitely, uh, like, autistic when it comes to, like, program building and in a way that's detrimental because, especially in school, for some reason, I feel like learning different elements of like periodization towards athletes i was like trying to apply that to bodybuilding and so it's like all right for four weeks i'm gonna do like slow eccentrics and supersets and emphasis on like body weight or like stability that then will transition in four weeks to like a unilateral like compound and this and that and it's like those workouts just sucked <laughs> and they were terrible and i feel like it was like it wasn't until i really worked out with brock over the quarantine that I realized then the value of like, okay, stick with what works, stick with basic stuff, really put your all into it and like, you know, keep it simple sort of thing that you don't have to be doing like this transitioning into this, that tapers into this, that's supersetted with this. I feel like the less like, exercise you yeah. do, the more intense and focused you are about them and you end up having a better workout. Yeah. Yeah. 
I lately that's it's been good besides just being stiff. But and uh, I also like I almost feel like too knowing that it's just like a handful of things or like a couple sets here and there, you really put your all into it a lot more mm-hmm. than knowing that you've got you know eight different exercises and they're all four sets and like yeah. this and that that it just feels like a marathon basically. Yeah, I remember Griffin sent me the workout one time for legs and it was like okay we'll start with back squats. Then we'll do front squats. Then we'll do leg press. Then we're going to go to the hack squat. And then we'll do lunges, leg extension, and some line leg curls to finish it off. All like four sets of like eight-hour leg workout. And I was like, oh, baby. Yeah. I was like, uh, I'm going to do like three of these. (laughs) And then I'll do the hamstrings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Looking back on what was overwhelming to me, definitely training uh, what what to train exercise-wise. But – what probably kept me, I think more so diet, nutrition. Uh, definitely looking back on it because I didn't know how to try. The track. question isn't what overwhelmed you. The question is, like, what did you overthink? Oh, shit. So you probably underthought that. Underthought that for <laughs> sure. Because um, I just barely ate when I first started. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like, what did you think, I guess, was super important that really wasn't that important? Drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, fundamentals are the most important of it all. Eating enough and training hard enough. Yeah. All right. I don't think I have any other questions. Yeah. We want what we can. Your, uh, oh, the, uh, oh, the answer to the internet question. Dude, what, I don't know fuck, what man? happened. Did it go you? into your tub? Uh, no? It was sitting no. right here, man. I'm telling it's you. In your pocket, in your lap? It was uh, under your chair. If I think hard enough, I can remember it. Y'all just start off. All right, I'll start. Go ahead. This one. <clears throat> we got time? Would you rather... Oh. We... Wait, let me see. Oh. No, that's the one I thought in my head. Damn. Oh, dang it. Would you rather only jerk off to the thought of your girlfriend or only jerk off to the thought... Or, or only jerk off to your girlfriend getting railed in a porn? Oh, Tell me again. So only jerk off to the thought of your girlfriend or only jerk off to your girlfriend getting railed in a porn? I'm Obviously the first one all day. <laughs> yeah. The, thought. the yeah. thought of her. Yeah, there's no way I'm watching that. Yeah. Like who? That would kill it. Only a cop. Dude, I, side note, side note, side note, and then I guess we can move on. But I saw this, I, was, I saw one porn video the other day, man, and, you know, I don't watch any like I think we talked about this before. I don't I don't think any of us watch like weird shit or this or that or crazy stuff. But you know it was like you know I guess uh, we'll call it normal type of video, right? But then dude went like supersonic speed from like Donnie's done. I was like, bro, like I like I can't keep up like, with this. I was almost like, is it in like two times speed? Like <laughs> he went like way like way too fast. Yeah. Like I could. Like, you know, I couldn't even go that fast if I tried. Even you know? even even the dude was I, like, Slow down. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. No, no, like, no, no. He was the Well one no, that's going, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. You never hear a dude say, Oh, I need yeah. I should slow down or like No, but it's like there's fast and like, okay, like, you know, you do a break I wasn't even talking about like, oh, I couldn't last doing that. No, I just mean like I physically could not move yes. that okay. fast. I was like, Holy shit. But anyway, it's sudden. But uh <laughs> Now, I remember the question. The question... <laughs> Jackhammer. Yeah. <laughs> the question was, would you rather have two um, normal children or one... Choose your words carefully. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> two normal children or one that's disabled and one that's in the NFL? <laughs> Am I selfish? <laughs> I'm going to go with two normal if we use the term normal, I would know? say too normal because a NFL, I feel like high likelihood of concussion damage later in life or like torn ACL or other things like that. <laughs> and I used to work construction with a guy who had a very disabled stepson to where he had to go to adult daycare. He had to have yeah. a specialty life preserver when they would go on a b- boat to where it would flip him upright. And he was like 30 years old. The son was. So it's one of those things that I just feel like, you know, respect to a lot of families that go through that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it would be very hard for me to to adjust to that and then know that that's the rest of my life. All right, guys, (laughs) we might change your mind, didn't we? No. uh, Yes. Well, it's going to be fucked up for me to ask how disabled this kid's going to be because you don't get to really choose in life. Yeah. 
But uh, I was going to say, am I getting Super Bowl tickets and or how, <laughs> how disabled is this kid? But yeah. I don't I don't even want to take it. Who wants that? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Hold on. No. Cancel. I worded that wrong. <laughs> Nobody would ever wish that upon themselves. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yes. Oh. The show's back on. <laughs> we had a power outage briefly. Austin's but part was I'm taking cut out. two healthy, able bodied, able body <laughs> kids that are going to be hated on All for right. being able. Now the last question is a lot easier. <laughs> so, pull the internet. Bacon or sausage? Bacon or sausage? Yeah. Bacon all day. Bacon. Bacon all day. I'm gonna go bacon. But on the sausage thing, are you guys a patty or a link kind of guy? Link. I'm a Link. linker. Yeah. yeah. Link's got the flavor in that pop. Maddie likes yeah. the patties. I like that first, like, casing popping. Yeah, yeah. that liver, uh, yeah. what is that, like, intestine skin? And <laughs> I feel like I have, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I have bad experience with the patties because I feel like I only associate them with a school breakfast. Yeah. That they're, they're like, on that styrofoam soggy, tray, like, soggy, yeah. slightly Shit. burned. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Lunch ladies. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Stick but, to being a bus driver. Hey, I'll tell you what. Those, I don't know if y'all really loved them, but I, I used to buy three or four slices. I'd have my tray full of slices of those square pizzas. Oh, oh yeah. I, those? I had it once I was kind of weird. I, I would put ketchup those. and mustard on that. All right. <laughs> Show's over. Yeah. Holy shit. When it comes to bacon, you're a limp kind of guy or, or a crispy? Crispy. I like, like, if I could have one half of it a little limp and the other half crispy, yeah. that would be a perfect slice to me. Crispy with good fat. I like it to be a yeah. little crisp on the outside, and I'm cool with it being, like, a little, like, limp on the inside. I don't want to be able to pick that shit up and, like, barely touch it and it, like, snaps. Yeah, I don't want a snapper. Dry, like, yeah. dehydrated bacon. Yeah. Uh, Sarah will literally, she I'm telling you, no. When I, used to, when I first raw. met her, raw. Dude, Ooh. I'd throw it on there. Oh, flip it, flip it. <laughs> and then I pull it off, and that shit's just as pink as when I put it oh, on there. Shit. And she's like, "It's perfect." Oh. I was like, "Oh my god, I got a savage." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 she's uh, she ain't a, she ain't a real person. She's a ginger. <laughs> but uh, that's the uh, it, that's it for this that's show. It. Yep. Yeah, um, I will see y'all when I get back from Hawaii. Pray for me. It might be miserable trip. out there. But yeah. uh, Next go week whale will be another Griffin and Brock exploration. Yeah. Keep yeah. your eyes peeled for that. Hopefully, it's a good one. Y'all dive into some cool shit. Make sure you're following us on social media so you can give them boys a question or topic to uh, dive into next Monday. Uh, let us know what you think about the show in the comments below and follow us, like, subscribe, whatever. And we will see y'all next week. Catch you later. See y'all.